Hey, running friends. Welcome to the Wrinkled Runner podcast. I'm Sherry, the Wrinkled Runner. I'm over 50 and I love to run wherever I go, but Buffalo, New York is my home. If you are looking to start to run or you're an older runner, this podcast is especially for you, so subscribe now. I love to help people get running and keep running. On today's podcast, I'm going to be answering a question that I have received from a runner in the past few months. I've been offering to help runners via email for a while now, not through ongoing coaching, but trying to help by answering any questions I can via email. There's no cost involved and I don't try to sell anything. I'm just interested in hearing from runners that are maybe stuck on something in their training and need a bit of help. So on this podcast, every once in a while, I'll be answering one of those questions during the episode. I do have coaching certification through the RRCA, which is what I usually recommend for people who are just starting to run, is the program that they have for the uh, Run 30 Minutes Straight, which I'll link to in the show notes. Sometimes when I'm interacting with someone via email, I will recommend a different coach or expert that has more expertise in the area the runner needs help in. If you ever have running questions, please do send me an email, or you can ask them through my Facebook page or Instagram messenger, which are all linked in the show notes. Today's question is about overtraining. What are some things that can be done when a runner knows they are overtrained and feel the symptoms and can't get back to running for sometimes months? I've experienced overtraining, and it is indeed not a fun place to be. The symptoms can at first be vague and not seem like they're running related until they do affect the running and then it can't be ignored anymore. The tricky part is knowing about overtraining and burnout, which a lot of times go hand in hand, and being able to recognize it. Nowadays with the internet and all the different ways we communicate, a lot of runners will recognize that overtraining is a thing, but I do fear that there are a lot of especially newer runners or older runners that never had the benefit of running during high school or college years, and maybe they're not really aware of the syndrome. When our running starts to break down, we get slower, runs that used to be easy are hard, we need more days to recover than we used to. We can be in overtraining, and if we don't know that, we may push even harder to get paces and mileage and all the running things back to where they were, which in turn does more damage. When we are severely overtrained, burnout can lead us down the road of not running at all, and it can be hard to get back from. Though the runner with the question knew that they had the symptoms of overtraining, let me go over some of the more common ones here. Poor sleep is a huge red flag for me when I started having issues. I have never been a great sleeper ever, but when I was overtraining, it was during a season of intense marathon training, so I should have been tired enough to at least fall asleep at night. But there were some nights I would maybe doze for a bit, but be up almost the whole night. You can have a lowered immune system, which leads to more colds, illnesses, also a red flag for me because I almost never get sick. And in this time of COVID, having a lowered immune system is not ideal. Mood shifts, irritability, feeling bad about yourself, berating yourself, these are all mental changes that can warn you of overtraining or burnout. Now, I'm a female runner in menopause, so what's frustrating is a lot of overtraining systems can also be menopause or perimenopausal. And I don't want to say they're symptoms because I don't think I'm ill because I'm in menopause, but let's say they're a byproduct of it. So for me and other older female runners, it can be very difficult to assess what's going on. We really need to be able to analyze our running to figure out if we aren't sleeping or having mood shifts or whatever, if it's actually the running causing it or just life. I will say for me, because I really enjoy my runs and it helps with menopause, 
If I'm starting to dread the runs or just don't feel like doing them, I lean toward thinking I'm overtraining. If a bad run causes you to feel more depressed about it than normal, you can't shake it off, or you tell yourself you should just quit, you're an awful runner, stuff like that, well, that is a symptom. Now, if that is something that you regularly do about yourself, that's an issue that I am really not qualified to talk about. But I will say there are sports psychologists and whatever stage of running you're at, novice, older, have run a long time, if you have low self-esteem and running isn't helping you with that, you may need to talk to a professional who can get to the root of whatever issues are causing you to feel that way. Appetite changes are also a red flag. Whether you are hungry or hangry all the time or don't feel like eating, if it's unusual or a change from what's normal for you, that could be an indication of overtraining. Some others are fatigue that isn't quote-unquote normal, no amount of sleep makes you feel refreshed, muscle pain that can't be explained by strength training or just by running, runs that should feel easy are hard, paces or running workouts that you would have been able to do a few weeks ago or a few months ago feel impossible to you now. If you really can't get through those workouts without a huge struggle or you have to quit them before they're done, that is a red flag as well. If you aren't sure and you keep data on your runs, go back a month and see what your average paces were and if you are doing those same paces now or better. If you keep a running journal, make a point of noting how a run feels. Was it hard, easy, in the middle? That can also help you determine if you are overtraining. If a pace on a four-miler was faster than the pace of the same mileage today, what did you say about it? Was it easy? Was it hard? If it was easy a month ago and today was hard, you may be overtraining. If your legs feel heavy when running all the time, and it's a hard sensation to explain unless you felt it, but you always feel weighed down and you didn't used to, that's a red flag as well. Okay, so those are some of the symptoms of overtraining. There are more, and I'll put a link to a list of them. So how do you try to overcome it? The first thing to do is acknowledge it's happening. And like I said before, unless someone is researching running or on a lot of forums or joined a run club or whatever, there are probably runners out there who have no idea that this is happening. The runner I got this question from was very well informed about what the issue was, which makes recovery a possibility, even though it might not make it any easier. Now, the first thing a runner should do is take a rest. No one is going to get any better if they keep trying to go out for runs day after day if they are overtraining. The very name of the syndrome tells you that rest and recovery is part of getting better from overtraining. When I was overtrained and headed for burnout, I dropped one of the runs during the week completely and just tossed it out of the training plan for the marathon. That's a fairly easy thing to try, and it gets harder if the quote-unquote cure would be just stop training altogether for a bit if you really have some kind of race that you want to do coming up. However, some runners really do need to take time off. Whether it's a few weeks or months is personal. If the symptoms are psychological, it may be taking a bit of time off to ramp up excitement again for running. If there are physical limitations, those need to be addressed. For anyone, getting enough sleep is a good place to start. Like I said before, there are those of us whose sleep is always a question, but you can look into ways to try and get those Zs. I've done bedtime yoga, cut out screen time, read a paperback instead of a screen for my books, no TV in the bedroom, drink bedtime tea, And I also use an app that plays white noise all night long. If the physical symptoms are more pronounced and you haven't had a workup from a doctor before, that would be something to look into. 
Usually blood work is involved and can give you a snapshot of things that may be going on inside. By the way, do tell your doctor you're a runner and you're having some issues. Even if they aren't very athletic, they will have access to people like sports psychiatrists and physical therapy if you may need it. And listen, if you are new to the sport and think all this talk is not applicable, keep it in the back of your mind for the future. You may need the information someday, and even if you are a recreational runner, if it is something you want to continue, don't think a sports-specific doctor is not someone you're entitled to see. They are available and should be willing to help you. True overtraining and burnout will take time to overcome. It's not a matter of taking a few days off for a lot of people. Taking off a few weeks and working back up gradually may be the thing that you need. Keep active, go for walks, and see if the desire to run comes over you. After a break, you can also find a running club or partner or something else to help keep you motivated and accountable to not do too much. I run with my husband, and he is great at holding me back from running like an idiot sometimes. There's a really good article on a website that I refer to often, and if you watch my YouTube videos or read my blog, you'll recognize runnersconnect.net. They have a whole section on overtraining, and I like to give credit where a lot of research was done to the people who did the legwork. So if you're interested in a more depth discussion of overtraining and some steps that you can take, check out the show notes, and I'll link to that section on the site. I also did a YouTube video and blog post myself on it, which I'll also link to. Overtraining can be a really hard thing to get through, but there is a lot of help if you need it. If you have any questions about it that I didn't cover, and I know I didn't cover a ton, send me an email and I will try to answer it for you. Next week, I'll be talking about insomnia and runners, which goes hand in hand with today's question and can also be an issue for those of us who are older runners and peri or menopausal. How on earth can we run and feel like we could fall asleep in our dinner and still be up all night? That discussion will be up next Monday morning, so join me then. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you know another runner who could benefit from today's topic, go ahead and share it. Do you have any running questions? You can ask me. Email me at sherry at wrinkledrunner.com, and if I can't answer your question, I will do the research to find the answer and share it with you. The questions I get from listeners like you help me develop episodes, so please don't be shy. You can sign up for my once-a-month newsletter using the link provided so that you can have all the Wrinkled Runner resources from the past month all in one place. I also have opened up my virtual coaching in addition to coaching one-on-one with those in the Buffalo, New York area. So head to my coaching page on the Wrinkled Runner website, which I will, of course, link to, and check out how we may be able to work together. Until next Monday, thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the run.